And now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Congratulations. You've made it through another week. Assuming you are are not listening to this on, on some kind of bedside radio, you're up and at them, and that is the hardest part of a Friday. Get yourself up, and, and you are clear to the weekend, at least in my opinion. So congratulations for making it through another work week. Thank you for starting your day with us right here on the WRAD Radio Network, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM. For the next three hours, the Tim Donnelly Show will be coming through your, your radio, your streaming service, however you're listening in. Uh, we are live inside the Makadu studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker Team Hotline. That's 540-639-4900. That's 540-639-4900. Producer Lobro joins me here inside the studio. And uh, it, it is a, a day that I would say matters. That's I mean, every day matters. I know the I, I can hear the at-home motivational speakers giving me a hard time on saying that. But what I mean when I say this day matters is that there's a lot going on that that affects the sports that we care about, right? Virginia Tech basketball. There's a lot going on that that affects Virginia Tech football. There's a lot going on that affects the NFL, the NBA, some of the things, the Major League Baseball, some of the things that we invest our time within. Um, And whenever there's something that we invest our time within, it means there's value and it means it's worthy of conversation. And that's where we do our part. But before we get into some of those conversations, we got to make sure you're covered. Make sure if you get to work and everyone is standing around talking about the game or talking about the big story, talking about the big stat, that, that you not only know what the stat is, but you have a, something to add to the conversation. And for that, we have a segment we call Gotcha Covered. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. In Major League Baseball, the New York Mets, well, they're still going to be owned by the Will Ponds, and the Mets are still going to be a dumpster fire because the deal with Steve Cohen that was supposed to go through over the next five years to get new ownership for one of the worst-run franchises in baseball is completely off. And you know what? I think this is kind of like a situation where you leak that you're going to trade a player, and then the deal falls through. You better find a new trade partner for that player because he is not going to come back and play for your team the same way he was playing when he thought you still wanted him and not that you were stuck with him. This fan base is going to continuously get worse and worse and worse and make life worse and worse and worse for the Wilpon family until they actively uh, find a trade partner because, or not a trade partner, a purchase partner, because we already know, the public already knows that they want out from under that ownership. Uh, NBA trade deadline took place, and and a few that we haven't talked about yet, the Warriors go ahead and get Wiggins, while the Wolves, the Timberwolves that is, go ahead and get Russell, uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell that is. Um, the Warriors, first of all, they're starting to feel themselves a little bit like the Patriots, right? You can take guys that haven't worked elsewhere, and when you put them in that locker room, suddenly you're going to work out. I don't know if they're quite that good. Uh, yes, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson make everyone's job easier, but when those two guys aren't on the floor, as we've seen with with uh, Draymond Green, I'm not sure they have that same mystique. I'm not sure Steve Kerr is Bill Belichick. I'm not sure 
they have that same give us your tired, your weak, your poor, and we'll turn them into an awesome team. Uh, but we'll see because because Andrew Wiggins in Minnesota, uh, attitude was questioned, hustle was questioned. Other than his raw talent, uh, that's the only thing that was unquestioned. His productivity was questioned. His efficiency was questioned. Uh, going into uh, the, 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 the Golden State locker room, it's going to be interesting to see if they can really turn him around. And then D'Angelo Russell is a last heave for the Minnesota Timberwolves to keep Carl Anthony Towns uh, happy. If Russell doesn't work out and they don't win games and they don't become playoff contenders and they don't at least become outside shots to win titles, then then Carl Anthony Towns is a, a hop, skip, and a jump away from demanding a trade and moving on. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the 49ers, on his decision-making before halftime in the play-calling category of the Super Bowl, I would do that every single time. Essentially telling everyone he has no regrets with how he handled the play-calling in the Super Bowl, and I just need to remind him of something. You lost the game. If you don't have regrets, you're an insane person. You need to change something. You didn't call a perfect game. If you called the perfect game, you would have won the game. Sometimes you can't be as stubborn uh, and, and, and just back yourself up to defend yourself because you're a fan of yourself. You, you got to be realistic. If you don't win the game, have a regret or two. Coach Fuente, the world is still ablaze by the conversations he had on National Signing Day at the podium. Uh, about taking transfers, about this, that, and the other. This is why he doesn't talk to the media, everybody. Imagine having everything that you say, not only scrutinized, right, because that's every celebrity, but scrutinized with everyone looking for a negative slant on what you're saying. They asked him if guys were coming out of the portal. He said, no, we're not taking any of them back this year. Uh, he didn't say this year, but he meant this year. He said oh, it's a case-by-case -case basis. We've learned from things in the past. He said what coaches should say. We're doing what's best for the program. We're learning every day. And everyone went and, and turned it into a dumpster fire. That's why he doesn't talk to the media. That's why when there's information we want to know, he doesn't give it to us. Because we're going to take that information. We're going to look at it through the most negative light we possibly can. And we're going to run it through Twitter 900 times. Uh, in positive news for the ACC, at least for the Hokies, UNC's tight ends coach Tim Brewster is leaving for the same position uh, at Florida. Shades of Holman Wiggins leaving Virginia Tech to go to Alabama. It is an asset of a coach. He is a phenomenal recruiter, not just at the tight end position, but he recruits some of the best defensive linemen in the country for North Carolina. So getting him out of the ACC is a benefit for the Hokies. Hokie basketball plays Boston College tomorrow. That, of course, is Saturday. The Hokies need to play better. Last time they played Boston College, they lost. 61-56, and it was the first game in a four-game losing streak. But Landers Nolly, Tyrese Radford didn't play the first five minutes, didn't start, didn't play the first five minutes because they, they uh, were late to a shoot-around that day. You could say that decision is what started this whole losing streak. They can get it back if those two guys ball out, they beat Boston College, prove that last time was a fluke, and get back on the winning track. Just under the wire on the Gotcha Covered segment here on the Tim Donnelly Show, WRAD 101.7, 103.5, a.m. Producer Lobro joining us here inside the Makadoo studio. Um, just so everybody know, like I hope everybody's okay out there because, I mean, driving into work today, that, that storm was something serious. I know that Charlotte got hit really bad. I know that South Carolina got hit really bad. And I know that, I mean, this morning at about 3 o'clock, 3.30, 
uh, it was it was aggressive around here. So yeah, a little uh, bit. Uh, so you know, hopefully everyone you know that was out on the road like me was driving slow. I hate I hate having to drive like ten miles below the speed limit. But you know, when your windshield wipers are working as fast as they possibly can, and you still don't have great visibility, you know, you gotta you gotta drive a little slower than you're used to. I mean, there's some, it's something nice about the rain. It's like, you know, it makes the soil all like rich and whatnot, right? Like that's, the, that's, the, that's, the that's precipitation like precipitation cycle. Right? You look at the water, the yeah. water cycle. Yeah. But like, come on, this is enough. I think we've got enough. I, I you know what is one <laughs> of my favorite things in the world? And, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but one of my favorite things in the world is sitting on a screened in porch where you're dry, right? But it is just absolutely downpouring outside. Yeah, it's one of those little like uh, guilty, not really guilty. It's like, it's like, it's like it's, it's it calms really nice. me. It's I could just stare at the rain forever. And there was that style of rain this morning. But uh, you know, when you look down at your your phone and you have to drive in it, suddenly it's like not as calming. <laughs> not, little not more really. nerve wracking, less calming. Uh, like I love like I love going to sleep during a thunderstorm. It's fantastic if you if you uh, you know if you're you're hearing the the loud big raindrops. It's oh, yeah. awesome. But if uh, but if you know your alarm goes off and then it's still raining and you're getting in your car and it's still raining, it goes from like soothing and relaxing to like all right, I'm gonna be on edge until I get to where I'm going. Yeah, it's it's weird how thunderstorms are like calming. I saw uh, I was in, I, think I was at the store the other day and I saw a. Uh, like a CD of just straight up thunderstorm sounds. There's, I mean, there's apps and like, stuff. Crazy. There's apps and stuff where it's just like Amazonian typhoon, rainforest, <laughs> exotic stuff. Like, yeah. like just, just the the biggest, most aggressive rain ever, and it'll just play it for you to fall asleep. Maybe that's the way to do it. And uh, there's something about live rain. See, it's artificial though. You know, it's it's like it's not real. It's not there. You know. I think it was recorded there. Well. Yeah, but I'm, I'm you're, saying you're not you actually sleeping it. in the Amazon. Yeah, you're not actually sleeping. In you want to you want to fall asleep worried about uh, jungle cats coming to get you. <laughs> I mean, sure. No matter, no matter how hard the rain is, if I'm sleeping in the Amazon, I'm worried about jungle cats <laughs> and like mosquitoes. Right? That's how they always get you. Uh, anyway, moving along, uh, let's talk about the Mets. We we hit on it during during Gotcha Covered. Uh, the Mets and ownership to me is a big deal. Um, no matter what the team is, right? Ownership in Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLS, uh, it's a big deal because the the commissioners essentially and the the league executives, they all work for the owners, right? The owners are the cash. The owners are the people that can enact change for real, for real, right? They can agree to things in the CBA that actually make the game better. So, you know whether you're a Mets fan or not, whether you 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 know you're a Braves fan who's in division, or you're a uh, Yankee fan, or or a, a, um, a Washington Nationals fan, or any other team, it matters who is the owner of the other teams in the league because they're going to have a say in how the game progresses, right? Yes, obviously they have a say in in their team, right? A, a much larger hand in in how their team progresses. But they have an effect on everything. So when you see somebody like the Wilpons, who, who own the Mets right now, and they agree to a, a sale, and there's weird stipulations, and it comes back, and, and there's more behind-the-scenes negotiations, and now the deal's falling through, the way I see this is um, it's kind of like this. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible. Uh, Lobro, we're, we're, me and you, we own... Pick a basketball team, NBA. 
Oh, uh, Timberwolves. Okay. We own the Timberwolves. Okay. Let's say we tried to trade Carl Anthony Towns, right? He's a outspoken, right, uh, superstar player. We tried to trade him to the point where the media is reporting the Timberwolves have agreed in principle to a trade for, to, to send Carl Anthony Towns to the, the Cavaliers, whatever, right? Just pick a team. We're going to get back their entire roster and all the picks they have because Carl Anthony Towns is better than anything they have. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And and nationally, people are already talking about how will this affect the Cavaliers? How will, like it's already a done deal, essentially. And then at the last second, there's a little snag, right? There's something that doesn't add up. Uh, you know, someone takes a physical and and uh, you know, it turns out that they have a a partially torn shoulder they didn't know about. The deal falls through. Carl Anthony Towns now comes back to play for us. He's not going to like us very much, right? No. He's, he's going to say, wait, wait, wait. Y'all tried to send me to Cleveland. You ever been to Cleveland? There's not a lot to do in Cleveland. So then it's almost on us to go ahead and, and find another trade partner to send him somewhere else because there's going to be distrust. There's going to be friction between us from now until forever because he's looking at us saying, you didn't want me. You didn't believe in me. You're supposed to be on my team and you didn't, you didn't have my back. Right. So the Wilpons tried to sell the Mets, right? They agreed with Steve Cohen to sell the Mets. And everybody went, all right, they're out. They're not invested. They, don't, they, uh, they want their money more than they want to be the owner. They're tired of it. They want to move on. Then the deal falls through. Now there's distrust everywhere, right? So wait a second. Now you're going to be the owner? Now you want to be involved? Now because that deal fell through, suddenly you're reinvigorated with the, the uh, enthusiasm needed to be the owner again? And the money doesn't matter anymore? And, you know, the two-point-whatever-billion-dollars you were going to get, you don't want anymore? Now you want to be the owner more than you want two point whatever billion dollars. They have to find someone else to own the Mets because there's distrust. And not just between fan and owners, right? Owners can deal with that. Daniel Snyder's had distrust between fan and owners forever, and, and he just keeps plugging along. But there's going to be distrust between other owners and the Wilpons. There's going to be distrust between the league and the Wilpons, the players and the Wilpons. The the relationships that they need, right? For best interest of the game, those relationships have to be healthy. So I say I may sound like a tired Mets fan because I am, but I'm also a fan of, of baseball being as healthy as possible. And for that reason, you need to get rid of the virus. And that is the Wilpons owning the Mets. Let's take a break. When we come back, this is the headline. University of Michigan player crashed car of athletic director's family. I'll tell you why headlines are so, so dangerous and why that's not the story to tell here. Next. Get your Hokies fixed with Tim. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7103.5, a.m. as well. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro. Um, here inside the Makadu studio, guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. That's 540-639-4900. So the headline on ESPN, ESPN.com said, UM player crashed car of AD's family. Michigan player crashes car of athletic director's family. And my first thought was, there's violations, right? Oh, gosh. Michigan, they're in trouble. 
right? They, they, they've got histories of this sort of thing. They're in trouble. Athletic directors paying, paying for kids to have cars to drive around. Guess what the headline failed to mention? The headline failed to mention that the athletic director's son is a manager on the basketball team. Which is gigantic because managers on the basketball team socially are on the basketball team. They spend as much time with the team. They travel with the team. They hang out with the team. They party with the team. They play video games with the team. And occasionally they let each other borrow their car. This wasn't UM player crashed car of AD's family. This was UM player was driving on ice, got a citation for driving too fast for the conditions while driving friend's car. I'm going to paint a picture for you. Ready? You're in the dorm with your friend. Right? A friend. Or in an off-campus apartment, right? Whatever. You're in your place of residence with your friend. You're playing video games. There's like eight of you, right? And and you're a video game guy, so you'll appreciate this, right? You're playing something along the lines of a a four-player game, right? Four of you are playing online or whatever, and you have a rule. The two that win stay on the sticks. They keep playing. The two that lose get off and pass the controller to someone else that's waiting to play. It's a way to get everyone playing, but if you're winning, you get to stay, right? Get off the sticks. It's a thing. Ready? Now, you're playing well this day. You're on a hot streak. You're winning. But guess what? You're also hungry. You have a conundrum. You want food. Maybe you want sheets. Right? Maybe you want fast food of some kind. But you're winning and you're staying on the sticks. So you turn to one of your friends who just lost and are at the back of the line and you say, hey man, if you go grab some food for me, you can take my car. Toss them the keys, stay on the sticks. It happens all the time. Someone's like, hey, I got to go see about a lady friend, but I don't have a car. Can I borrow yours? Sure, man. Ask her if she has a friend when you get over there. Toss the keys. It happens all the time. Hey, man, it's icy outside. It's really cold. I don't want to go stand at the bus stop. Can I borrow your car on my way to workouts? Can I borrow your car on the way to my friend's house? Can I borrow your car on my way to the library? Sure, man, tosses the keys. It happens all the time. Managers and players are friends. You spend enough time with that, that those people, it's going to happen. This is not a recruiting violation. The player sat out a game because of basically the optics of it, right? Violation of team rules or whatever, because it looked bad if they didn't suspend him. But I would argue he shouldn't even have been reprimanded. They should be hugging him and saying, thank goodness you hit a pole and a sign going slow enough that no one was hurt. You're miss like you don't put the headline that's gonna draw the most outrage and then get to the story 
and it's something completely different. Michigan, I apologize for my initial thoughts being you guys are in trouble. We're going to take a break. When we come back, NBA trade deadline news and why I like the teams that didn't make any trades. Next. Tim Donnelly Show rolling along here on the WRAD Radio Network, 101.7103.5, a.m. as well. Let's get the important stuff here for you. Valentine's in the Valley. Today is the last day I can remind you of this. So after, after this show, it's on you. I can't hold your hands. No more training wheels. You're going to have to do it on your own. Valentine's in the Valley. We want you to treat that someone special in your life this Valentine's Day by winning the ultimate Valentine's Day. Register to win a Pandora Valentine's necklace from P.R. Sturgill Fine Jewelry in Radford, dinner at Preston's at the River Course, a makeover at Inside Out Salon in Christiansburg, golf for four at the Pete Dye River Course, treats from the Blue Ridge Fudge Lady Shop in Pulaski, every single thing on that list is an awesome prize and we put them all into one prize to register for valentine's in the valley simply sign up online at wradradio.com that's wradradio.com by february 9th so today's the 7th saturday's the 8th sunday's the 9th but why wait do it right now do it first thing if you're driving into work right now we all know when you get to your computer first of all you don't go right to work right you bring up your websites you check a few things Just bring up WRADradio.com and register to win. Uh, You could win the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack from the WRAD Radio Network. What's the the site you go to? First thing you do, you get to work. Um, Usually it's like Facebook. Make sure I don't have any notifications. Uh, What about you? Yeah, similar. Probably Twitter. Twitter. You're a a tweeter guy? A couple couple sports blogs. Make Make sure I'm up on everything. I have a list on Twitter of all the the Virginia Tech beat reporters, so I I, I check that often to make sure there's there's no breaking news. That's but uh, at but, least yours is semi work related. I just yeah, I guess that is kind of work related. My work and but, but but my work and life kind of overlap. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, sports is like a lot of a lot of other people. Right when they get off work, go do go start talking about sports. So I can't complain. Uh, but still, go to WRADradio.com and register to win Valentine's in the Valley, Pandora Valentine's necklace from PR Sturgill, fine jewelry in Radford, dinner at Preston's at the River Course, a makeover at Inside Out Salon in Christiansburg. We'll talk with Doty from Inside Out Salon later today. Uh, golf for four at the Pete Dye River Course, including carts and green fees and treats from the Blue Ridge Fudge Lady Shop in Pulaski. That's WRADradio.com to register. Now, the NBA trade deadline uh, was yesterday. And there were a couple big trades. I wouldn't say anything too monumental, right? Uh, the term blockbuster trade gets thrown around often. I don't think there were any blockbusters last night. Um, but here's the thing that, that I'm going to point out. Ready? I like the teams that didn't make trades. I mean, at least nothing of, of too great significance, right? I like what the Lakers and the Bucks did, which is essentially nothing. Do you know Why? Because basketball isn't baseball. Basketball isn't even football. 
right? If, if, if you are thinking, uh, and I would say it's similar to, to, to soccer and hockey, um, if you're playing baseball, you can trade for someone that doesn't even speak the language of everyone else on your team, and it will have no effect on how they play together, right? If you got a left fielder that speaks, give me a, a, a outlandish well, that's weird. language. Okay. Uh, like Portuguese? Portuguese. Samoan, right? Speaks American Sign Language. You can put them in left field, and and you know, in the the transition period where everyone's trying to figure out how to communicate, he still knows where, like, to chase the ball that's popped up <laughs> and try to catch it. He still knows if a runner is running to third to throw it to the cutoff man, right? He still knows when it's his turn in the batting order to go up and hit. It's truly becoming like an international type of. Like it, but but it's like in the thing. dugout, you could put players in stalls, right? They could never talk to each other, and 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 the the coach would just come up and say you're up. They'd go up and hit, right? If you're standing on second base, you don't have to know the person who's in the batter's box in order to get hit home, right? Baseball is very much a nine individual athletes playing in a team sport, right? You you think of football. Football, you get a new player midseason. Week one, they might only know eight plays. But guess what? You can put them in the game to run one of those eight plays and then take them out. Basketball, it's instinctual, right? You have to know where the other guy is going to be. It's it's not one play, stop, one play, stop. So if you're in the game, you have to play continuously. There is so much more chemistry that needs to be established in basketball before you're playing at a high level than in other sports. So if I'm a team like the Lakers or the Bucks, and I like my team and I like my chemistry and I like what, what they have going on and you're winning games and you're setting some, yourself up for the playoffs, I would rather keep someone that was with the team in the offseason, that was with the team for the first uh, training camp, with the team for the first part of the season, with the with the team as they went through their struggles and learned from them, who might be 10% worse than a player I could trade for because I believe you're going to be at least 10% better based on, you know, those little plays, right? If you're the Lakers, you have LeBron James, right? Do you know what LeBron James is otherworldly at? Might be his most impressive feat, his most impressive ability is, is knowing where all of his teammates are and what they're going to do. Right, he catches the ball on on transition. He's running a hundred miles an hour, and he also is picking up. All right, uh, you know Anthony Davis is is rim running. He's going to be at the rim. Danny Green is spotting up in the corner, so we're going to be able to 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 get there. And Danny Green might not even have decided he's going to spot up in the corner. But LeBron's ridiculous memory has told him, uh, Danny Green in this situation. 19 times out of 20, eventually gets to the conclusion that he's going to spot up in the corner. He's that good. You throw someone in there that LeBron doesn't know, hasn't played with, and he's not going to have that same ability, at least for a while. Same thing with Giannis. It's not regular playing with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Right? There's no one on the planet that can do what he does. So if you're, for the first time, playing with him, he has the ball at the three-point line, he picks up his dribble, you might cut to the basket thinking he needs help, he needs to get rid of the ball, when in actuality he's going to use his go-go gadget legs, take two steps, and dunk it. 
But now guess what? Because you cut to the basket, you and your defender are there muddling up the paint and he runs into traffic rather than the open lane that he saw when he picked up his dribble just because you're not used to a player that can one-two step from half court and dunk it. Unless you are a team that is leaking oil and you have to plug, you have to make some fixes, I would much rather roll with the squad that I have. Right? If, uh, think about what the, um, what the Heat did. They went and got Andre Iguodala. You throw Andre Iguodala into that mix that they have, I don't know what the, you know, the, the chemical differences are going to be in that chemistry. The Heat have been tremendous this year. Jimmy Butler has been wonderful. Bam, Bam Adebayo is an all-star. Would you want to mess with the most surprising chemistry of, of the entire league? That's what they did. That is exactly what they did. You know, right? Uh, Drummond leaving the Pistons, going to the Cavs. That's a little bit different because those teams aren't thinking about winning this year. Uh, the Warriors getting Wiggins. It's a little different because, right, the Warriors aren't thinking about winning this year. The Wolves getting Russell. They want to win, but they felt they were leaking oil. So those are, I guess, okay traits. Okay. I don't like contenders flipping things on their head. I don't, I don't like the, the Clippers getting Morris. Clippers are pretty darn good. It's like it's, it's one of those things where it seems like the smartest move is no move at all. And that is so difficult. That is so impossibly difficult. Is it like kind of doing it just because everyone else is doing it? It's doing pressured? it because you're, you want to work. Right, it's doing it because to get to where these guys are, right, as GMs, executives, decision makers, right, they've always bet on themselves and then worked to make it true, right. If you want a better life, most of us think that if you work recklessly hard, you will have a better life, right. I mean, that's what we're told from the time we're kids. You work hard enough, things can work. So they're looking at their team, saying, "I want to work harder. I want to help them. I want to work harder. I got to do something. I want to work harder." I want to work harder. I want to, I want to work. Where's the trade market? Let's work the trade market. When in actuality, it might be like, no, do you know what I want you to do? I want you to sit in your big old comfy chair in a corner office and put your feet up on the table and just chill. And that feels so counterintuitive, right? Because you want to work. No, no, no. I want to work. I want to do better. I want to work and I want to do better. I want to work and I want to do better. It's like, no, 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 no. Heels on your big oak desk say say okay google play the tim donnelly show catch some good radio and relax or if you're into that sort of thing you could say like okay play kenny g or something right get yourself something whatever music you listen to but 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 it's it, it, you know i like that the lakers were able to look at their team and say i'm good right it's like poker you ever play play poker where you got to turn the cards in? You know what I'm talking about? I'll take two and you put two cards down. Honestly, I've never, never sat down to wrap my head around All poker. Right. Uh, you get five cards, right? And yeah. you can trade in some, right? You, I'll take two. And then you get two new cards. See if you can't make it work. Uh, sometimes you feel like you should. Because you can, you should. I'll, I'll take one. Yeah, mix it up. Uh, right. I'll, I'll take one. But if you have a good hand, just say, I'm good. Right. 
I think it's responsible of the Bucks and Lakers to say, I'm good. No cards for me, thank you. I like my hand. Let's take a break when we come back. Kyle Shanahan. Someone's got to tell him. Someone's got to remind Kyle Shanahan that he lost the Super Bowl. I'll be that guy right after this. The WRAD Talk Network. 1017-1035. 1460 AM. The TuneIn app. And WRADradio.com. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. That was a long intro. You don't, you really get antsy on long build-ups. I, I, like you look at me like something's wrong. Like I'm like why just the why did like why did the dun 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 It's like all right, that's enough of that. And how about we start with the song, guys? It's like the the bassist was like, I need to get at least thirty two bars of of me just plugging away before we start singing. It's like, ah, oh, what are you doing? It get still has get n- into the music. It's got nothing on Thunderstruck, though, as far as long intros. Thund- Thunderstruck's another one. Just get into the song, guys. I'm also I'm a fan. The whole song is just saying thunder over and over and over again. So you could start that a little earlier. Add 12 more thunders. No one's going to notice. I'm also a fan of Freebird, but I think that one does take a long time to get into as well. Have I told you about my, my Freebird experience in Nashville? No. Okay. So I was with a friend of a friend. Okay, we'll put it that way who is a, a very, very wealthy individual who very, very much likes to let everybody know that he's a wealthy individual. One of those awesome people to hang around, right? So have you ever been to Broadway on Nashville? Uh, no. Okay, it's a, it's a, a strip of a bunch of bars, a, a road with a bunch of bars, but they're all three stories. Wow. Right? It's really cool because it's Nashville and there's so many artists that are trying to make it in Nashville that – you go walk into one bar, and on every floor, there'll be a live band. Oh, right? that's cool. So, so you walk in, you grab a drink on the first floor, you walk upstairs, you walk upstairs, you find the band that you, you like, you hang out, you watch them. If you get tired of them, you leave, you walk next door, and there's three more bands to choose from. It's, it's, it's cool, right? And, and a lot of them on the first floor have uh, like mechanical bulls and stuff. It's like very Nashville. <laughs> so we're walking around with this guy, and he's a friend of a friend, and he's got money, right? So... At first, it's awesome because he's, you know, ordering rounds of shots and he's paying for them. And, you know, we just have to give him like a high five and say thank you. And it's a good time. And he's a great guy when he's when he's not in this mode. Um, and then he gets to the point where maybe one too many drinks. Maybe. Right. Oh boy. It's not it's not like he's not embarrassing himself, but he's just a little a little bigger than he usually is. And every single bar we walk into. He walks up to the band and he says, play Freebird. And if you, and if you're a country band trying to like, you know, you don't know which mover and shaker is in the room, you don't want to play Freebird, right? You want to play country music or one of your own songs or a cover of a country song that you love. Um, and they all go, eh, you know, I don't. Eh. And then he took out a thousand dollars and he would tip him a thousand dollars and say, play Freebird. And every single one of the band, I mean, the band would go, all right, we're playing Freebird. And they'd start playing Freebird. And we didn't want to hear Freebird. So as soon as they started playing Freebird, our group would be like, all right, let's go upstairs. We'd walk upstairs. He'd walk right up to the band and say, play Freebird. And they'd go, hey, we don't really want to. And he'd take out $1,000 and he'd give them $1,000. And when I tell you we ruined everyone's day all up and down <laughs> Broadway, except for the bands that were getting tipped gigantically to play one nine-minute song, and we only ever heard... Two minutes of the darn song. 
Because as soon as it started playing, we'd be like, all right, I guess we got to go upstairs again. It, it's, it's, it, it was one of the most annoying moves for someone that was paying for our drinks. And it was hard to, to, to bail because he was spending so much darn money. You didn't want to be a jerk and, and bail on him. But I'll tell you right now, Freebird, I could go the rest of my life without hearing that song ever again. It's a great song, though. And we got a quick jab here from Fred, the Beatle guy on the Baker Team Hotline. All right, Fred on the Baker Team Hotline. You're going to have to be real quick, man. What's going on? Oh, hold on, Fred. There All right, go. Fred, you're going to be real quick. What's going on? Hey, Tim. I know break coming up, but uh, you're talking Muzak, mm-hmm. not sports. No sports in this call. I uh, just wanted to let you know, um, I made a, a CD compilation for you and your lovely wife, I think, early on, didn't I? Uh, I do believe, you, yeah, you gave us a, a CD. Yeah, it was uh, called Meditation, Massage, and Louvre. Well, I'm going to drop off a couple of CDs first of the week, a new romantic one for you and the wife, and one for Lowborough and whoever he's seeing right now, plus a uh, Beatles CD with a, a group of potential intro songs. All right. Well, we'll see what it is. Well, well, I'll tell you what. You have that to look forward to, and you all have a great uh, weekend. All right. Thanks, Fred. Uh, We are up against the break here, so so we're going to go ahead and and take a break. When we come back, Hokie Hour here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Coach Fuente's got uh, some legit beef with everybody, the the, uh, news across the ACC about North Carolina, and much, much more. That's coming up right next right here on the Tim Donnelly Show. 